Hello and welcome to episode number 227 Armin Show Podcast. We are in the place to be high energy, but also I can do lower energy. Both of those. On this episode, we have a guest, as we've had on many episodes, Satya in the building. Welcome to the show, Satya. Thank you. Thank you for having me. How excited are you to be on the Armin Show Podcast? Actually, I'm very calm, uh-huh. but there is like a bubbling feeling inside, some kind of excitement, mm-hmm. and I'm just enjoying it. This is great. That bubbling feeling is provided by the fact that we have over 200 episodes with scientists, people, variety, me, jumping in. That's probably what's causing part of it. Glad to have you on here. This is a an episode that's about, it's going to have some depth, connectivity to it, and it's not of a specific book. It's people connecting. Okay. So, Satya, how would you describe yourself to a random individual? I always like to check that. How would you, if a stranger was like, I would like to know about you in some description, what would you tell that stranger with no context? So, I would describe myself as a free spirit, uh-huh. as a deep person that loves to look inside. That's my first solution for everything, look inside. You don't look to the external for solutions? That's what I've been taught all my life. Oh. And then I realized that that's a mistake. So I look inwards. And this is where I find the answer. So I'm a very deep person. And I believe in healing. I believe in healing the world through healing myself. Mm-hmm. So um, I would describe myself... Uh, <laughs> Wait, one thing. If if I asked five-year-old Satya, would she have said the same thing? What would five-year-old... Okay, eight-year-old Satya say? Did you have a sense of this a long time ago? Like Yes. Eight-year-old Satya would say um, that she loves to play. Uh-huh. And she loves to um, be with animals. Yes. Try and, things. Yes, and to explore the world. In a very curious way. Mm-hmm. Um, that's actually what a 27-year-old Satya would You're say. You're still doing that? Yes, I'm exploring the world in uh, curious eyes. I just want to point out, you're 27. Your birthday's on the 27. This is episode 227. I don't plan these things, America. <laughs> they just happen. Also, not just America. I have listeners out there. Scotland. Mary's there is in Scotland. no co- coincidence. Right. It just kind of meshes. That's a good... I talk about that a lot. Younger individuals, they try stuff. At some point, most people die, I guess, and then they just stop trying stuff. And to me, that's the point where they're done. Because if you're not reaching outward, your brain just, you're like a fixed sponge. There's no, not even a sponge. That's a bad example. Sponges absorb things. Mm -hmm. You're like a fixed concrete rock. Mm -hmm. That's no good. So I believe that it's not like reaching outwards. It's like reaching inward. And through that, you Mm -hmm. you can know where to go. And when you explore deeper you understand how many possibilities you have out there because you go in. It's, this is how I believe those things works. Mm-hmm. As deeper you go, you can explore wider outside. I am with this concept. Mm. I would say in the same way, it's like when you go deeper into yourself, you start to figure out internal connections and then it gives you a vision for the outside world that you didn't have before. Mm-hmm helps you see that mm-hmm. and also it makes me think of this one game from a long time ago super mario brothers 2 mm-hmm. where like you're mario and you're on top of a thing in the ground and you like pull it up and it's your you make it from the ground and it's your thing that you can throw i always think about that like for what you just described you make it from inside yourself and then it's outward mm-hmm. that you can connect to something mm-hmm. 
How deep was that game? Not that deep, but oh. I made it deeper. It was just a thing that you throw in the game. How deep is the rabbit hole goes? Right. It depends on the person. Mm. Well, I don't believe that. I believe She every believe person, <laughs> every person uh-huh. has incredible depth. And it just goes deeper and deeper. And I, you know, the work is never done. Like, it's a lifetime work. Because most of the people in the Western culture are um, uh, uh, spending their life avoiding emotions, avoiding looking inwards. It's, we're very much in a society that um, Runs enc- away. encourages us to look, like to, to um, go after what, like external things, right? Things that are, are not eternal, like what we have inside like money and possession and like that will bring you happiness, right? Mm-hmm. This is external and it will end in a point. But what we have inside is eternal. It will forever continue. It will never die. The other one has like an expiration date on it. Yes. We don't. Like money, possession, family life, those things will end, but our soul will forever continue to exist. That part's inspiring, right? We can't be inspired by things that are going to run, run out. But mm-hmm. we can be inspired by something we can think always was with us mm-hmm. while we're here. Yes. That's where inspiration comes from. You can't get inspired from the external. Everybody knows this. If you like base your what your goal is on, let's say money, you got no chance. You'll lose. You'll always want more. You'll never be enough. Right. In the um, Buddhism, it's called um, Hungry Ghost. Oh. Yes. It's huh. like... Uh, it's like a possession, like a, like a possessed, kind of a possessed human being. Mm-hmm. That they, they have hungry ghosts on them, and those ghosts will always want more. It's like they have like a huge tummy. This is how they describe them. Huge tummy, small mouth, and they're never satisfied. They always want more. It's like a, that, that's the disease of the Western world. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was kind of talking about this in relation to certain personality types of people. There's a certain category of people that are sort of like a little bit kind of like a bully. They're a little bit low self-esteem. Um, they look good on the outside, but on the inside, they're not full. Mm. They're kind of like hungry ghosts. If you mm-hmm. give them anything, they'll just eat it, and they won't even like you, mm-hmm. which a ghost wouldn't like you. Mm-hmm. And this is Satya, pretty likable, by the way. I just want to point out. Mm-hmm. Just saying, okay? That's true. Now, I want to point out, does this connect at all with something that you do might you be doing therapy? Tell us more. We're curious. Yes. So it is connected with something that I do. You nice. ask me, what would eight-year-old Satya would I'm always say? curious about that, okay? That's where our inner, our lively self was. Yes. yes. What, would, what would she say? So I'm working with the inner child. Mm-hmm. That's the first thing that I do. Uh, I'm working with people. That's my gift uh, to the world. Um I um, I work with their inner child, like you said. There's com- some people that are, they're bullies, like they have low, a little bit of low self-esteem, and if you give them something, they will want more, and they will never be satisfied. Yeah. So, the bottom line is that we're all little kids that want love. Yeah. That's what we want. Right. We want to give love, and we want to receive love. True that. And most of us, we don't see that. We don't. We we kind of forget. Forgot that that's what we want and need so i'm here to remind that to people 
to connect them with their inner child and to to work with this it's an entity inside of us you know there is this russian doll that yeah, yeah. has like many many uh-huh. so this is what we have inside of us we have this oh yeah we have the fetus we remember things from that time yes and we have the baby and the bigger one and the bigger one let's go by layers eight. of onion yes layers of onion exactly so i connect people to all of those layers and by that i help people to be connected to their being to their essence to what they really want to their happiness because that inner child is inside of us and if we forget him if we don't give him the love that he needs then he will run the show behind the scenes and we won't understand why things doesn't work for us because this child is looking for attention is and as long we don't give him this attention he will he will pull the strings uh subconsciously i didn't think i didn't think about it that way that's pretty good he's under there like i need to oh you're not gonna give it to me i'm mm-hmm. just gonna run around mm-hmm. i'm gonna run around and i'm gonna fuck temper you temper. i'm gonna fuck I'm things gonna f- up, up until you look at me because i'm here screaming hello, hello. look at me i'm right here right yeah pretty much does happen that way yeah and people can like a lot of people think oh so i need more money i need more of this i need more of this i need more of this it's not about that it's about your inner peace and your inner peace is your inner child right that's your inner child you can call it you can uh call it your subconscious your um chakra inner chakra no chakra <laughs> <laughs> your essence uh-huh. like there's many names mm-hmm. for that yes yeah, so this is it mm. connecting people back to the inner child because it's covered by layers did you have any layers of your own that were covered up in some form yes yes of course this Tell is, us. i'm healing the world through my own healing so mm-hmm. as deep as i go with myself mm-hmm. that's that's as that's as much deep i can go with others yeah okay i can't walk people to a place i haven't been in that's a good point so that was this is my my um my practice i always learn more i always want to go more deep and more deep and more deep so uh i started my spiritual journey when i was 14. Mm-hmm. i went to india i traveled uh by myself with a friend really yes Yes, my mother uh, is a special, special human being, mm-hmm. and I was very mature from a very small age. Um, Shout out to your mom. What's her name? Ro- Rosaline. Shout out to Rosaline. I have a cousin named Rosaline. Huh? I have a cousin named Rosaline. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. So she's Noodles. a special human being. She's very What's special. What's one human being? way she was special to you? Well, she was not. She she did not didn't think like everyone else oh good yes that's she inspiring did things differently so um, a little bit fearless in that way yes yes she did things differently and she was very strong very inspiring in her strength mm-hmm. and it's she actually gave me a lot of uh, qualities you know she inherited to me a lot of qualities to think different to see things differently to go for what i want so basically i was a very rebellion girl uh-huh. and she was thinking what to do with me yes so she thought okay maybe i should just like let her go to india i was supposed to go with her but then a friend of mine which was older than me in like 10 years told her i'm going so she can just like come with me and i went and i traveled there for a month with her 
and it completely changed my life. It opened the spiritual window. Uh, what was the biggest difference before and after India? You what's just, the biggest? Yeah. I was, a, I was a girl without any, um, without belief, like no meaning. You're just kind of walking around. Yes, like what to do, you know, like this inner uh, uncomfortable feeling. Right. You know, I should be like, doing something. Yes. But Where what am I? is it? Yeah. What, what? What? And then it opened up. And the moment I w- was in India, because in India, it just it brought me to the stage of peace. That's uh-huh. what it, that's what I feel when I land in India. It's like, oh, I'm there. I don't need to to meditate and I'm there and that's what I learned that there is a place I can go to inside of myself that I can just be in peace and if that exists it gave me it gave me this like okay I need I know I need to go there to that place of peace Mm -hmm. inside of me yes and I learned that from there yes that's that was like the first glimpse of this understanding it was far from where I am today. Yes. But that was the glimpse. That's okay, cool. there's a different world. I don't know it. I don't know how exactly to get there, but I know it exists. You got some vision at that moment. Yes. You so can see things. Since then, I was walking my path there. Like mm-hmm. I, that's that's the where I wanted to go, and that's what I did. I dedicated my life since then to learn myself to go deeper, to um, to heal, to heal myself, to heal the part of my soul that did not got nourished or loved. And You're reaching for that. Yes. This is a nice feature. Mm-hmm. Instead of running from something mm-hmm. or being avoidant. Yeah. I will add in there, I want to jump in there. A lot of individuals are avoidant. They'll run for years, decades maybe mm-hmm. from something. They might end their life still having run from something. Mm-hmm. The opposite of that, you have to, as Jay-Z once said, don't run from the pain, go towards it. Exactly. You go right at it. Exactly. Maybe make it a thing. Mm-hmm. Talk about it with people. This is the thing. How do mm-hmm. I figure this out? Mm-hmm. If you don't do that, it's just left alone, and you always have to sit with it. Yeah. So the answer is basically for everything mm-hmm. is where we don't look. So if I'm a person that used to think a lot and uh-huh. have a lot of thoughts. Of that's me. I just I want to point go. out that's me. So go to your emotions. Yeah. See what your emotions has to teach you. Right. And sink in there. Let it. Let yourself cook in it. That's a great teachings right there inside of you. Mm-hmm. The place that we don't look. It's like I look at my inner life as like, you know, like there is like a... It's like a, it's like the world, okay? So inside of me, there is a huge world, yes. right? And there is places that looks like nice houses and and fine yards and like very like clean and organized. And those are the places I'm used to being. But there is places that are like full of grass growing there and like jungles and bamboo like, everywhere. Yes, like and new species of animals that no one find out. I can picture this. That's the place I want to go. That those the are the rainforest. places. Yes, those are those are the places I want to to go to to find out more about myself because there's like huge world there that I haven't. That's a good seen. way to think about it. And this is where the answers are. Those are the places that we didn't saw, and the picture is is made out of all the parts, right? It's not only 
the beautiful houses right where it's easy and comfortable to be right it's also the the rainforest where it's like there's mosquitoes and it's not so comfortable and the rain all the time and like there i want to be comfortable there because you can be as a human you have the ability to mm-hmm. we have this flexibility and it's so interesting like there is such a huge world inside of me why should i avoid it it's so interesting i can find out so many things and like a whole universe how can i how can i think about avoiding it it's like incredible right to then put that aside and then focus on like repeating certain visions with the nice world it seems like what are you doing there's a tropical rainforest there there's a tropical rainforest there inside there there might be a plant you haven't eaten before dragon Mm -hmm. fruit or something Mm -hmm. like that and then oh no i'm gonna put all that away and continue in my regular path comfort zone comfort zone which is basically i'll call it the dead zone Uh, there's no it's not dead it's not dead it's like in hebrew it's interesting the words it's like if we say comfort zone is a zone of and uh, and um zone chut a zone chut yes great and uh, a cripple is nechut nechut and it's a very similar oh yes nechut oh. and nechut nechut they're very nechut. similar very similar almost the same and it's like we think it's comfortable uh-huh. we think but actually it's not it it's eats away your inside right that's what we know i've seen it before yeah so it's easy to stay there but basically there is a whole huge world outside of abundance and love and expansion it's just waiting for us to get there all we need to do is just to step out and to go towards what we are afraid of go towards it into that that's a practice well i'm afraid of satya so i want to know more about satya now because she said go towards what you're afraid of <laughs> satya i you may be from israel is this the case i am from israel yes tell us a little bit about your background there in israel yes or yeah your experience there some things you learned specifically from that country or your growth there and well when, when were you there i believe that there is no coincidence, there is no mistakes, and we all choose where we want to born our we choose as a soul where we want to get born because we have certain lessons and certain karma that we need to uh, figure out and clean and clear um, so pe- I believe that people that born in a war zone or with uh, um, with a color skin in some areas of the world they have special mission like they need to go through a, a more difficult task um, in order to to clear that karma to clear that um, yes to clear the, this karma basically and to bring healing to the world and to grow so I was born in Israel which is a, um, a war zone and for me it's it's quite regular you know like i'm not i i don't see myself as traumatized uh but i see my country because i i i travel outside of israel and i can see the the toughness of in people Mm -hmm. and i can see the cynical behavior and i can see the like um traumatized the ptsd in my country Mm -hmm. i see that but from the other side, I also can see the 
the con- the connection, the togetherness, the tribeness. It pulls this, you together. Yes, exactly. If you meet like Israelis when they meet each other, like they immediately like you put a, a magnet in between, like in, together, like a group. Immediately, it's amazing. All over the world, like that's a tribe. They always know that you're never alone because you have brothers and sisters all over. This is the thing when it's like a group of the same experience. Mm-hmm. It's so specific to you. Mm-hmm. This is also why online advertising works really well if you target the person based on like mm-hmm. what they search. But like it, it speaks to you. Like mm-hmm. you did the same thing. I mean, the other people don't know. It's just us. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's a very connective feature. And it makes you feel like, great, this is our crew. You can't join our crew. You'd have to go through that experience. Uh, yeah, in a way, it's like that, yes. I mean, I guess everyone can join every I mean, they could, but like, it's not the same. Yeah, it's not the same. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You put in all the... It's like a resilience you had to build to that. And that's when humans come together. That's what saved us for thousands and thousands of years when there was tough difficulty. Wonderful mm-hmm. humans coming together. I read all these books about networks. Mm-hmm. Without those networks, we were gone. Yeah. We're not here. Mm-hmm. I couldn't be next to lovely Satya right now. Mm-hmm. I would be dead. <laughs> I'd be a, fro- a frog or something. Frog. Frog is good. Jumping frog. What kind of animal would you eat, by the way? What kind of animal would I eat? No, no, bee, bee, bee. A bee. Yeah, yeah. A horse. Horse? Yeah. Why is that? Because it's noble. Yeah. It's beautiful. Yeah. And it's strong. And it's... I know, I know. And it's, uh, yeah, it's strong. It's just a strong animal. Yeah. Like an empowered animal. Mm-hmm. Makes sense. I'd be a turtle. <laughs> Why is that? Well, because they are slow and thoughtful. Mm-hmm. And also, they look really just fun. They just look fun. When you see them, you're like, this is a, a great thing that mm-hmm. I'm noticing at this current moment. So turtles and horses are not even related. Horses mm-hmm. over there and scares the crap out of a turtle. And uh, turtle. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and I'm scared. Yeah. I'm scared right now. <laughs> we're <laughs> all connected. Yeah, yeah. We're all connected though. Why are you scared? Well, because the horse might step on me. Mm. It might step on me. Hey. Oh, you guys are good. Oh, cool. Oh, yeah, no, you're good. Great. <laughs> Variety in the place to be. We are all connected. That's a good point. Mm-hmm. Now, here's one thing. That's shamanism, by the way. Say again? That's shamanism, by the way. What? That we are all connected? Yeah. That's the main... Um, theme? The main theme of shamanism. Mm-hmm. The, that's the, like... Uh, Guiding light? Yes. We're all connected. Yes. That we're all connected. Huh. That's not so far from... I went, recently went to a Buddhist thing, and it was like the cause and effect. Mm-hmm. Everything has a cause and effect. Mm-hmm. There's a theme there. Mm-hmm. The universe doesn't forget stuff. Something happened here, it goes back to there. It connects to here. You, you can't just... You don't just do thing that's gone forever. Mm-hmm. It doesn't work that way. Mm-hmm. Same as trash that's out in the Pacific Ocean, something mm-hmm. like that. Yes. What would you say is the biggest issue on our planet today? Deep question. Self-love. Self-love. People lacking self... I say it too. Self-esteem, people. That kills everything. Mm-hmm. When someone doesn't have self-esteem, you got no chance. You can't connect with them. They can't really reach out to you because they won't do it. You're blocked. Yeah. So it's better to look at it like, and what we do need, like, what's the word do need? So what do what do we need? Self love. Oh, self love. Okay, so great. Not to look at like you need, like you don't have self esteem, like you need more self love. Oh, that's a good way to look at it. And when we say you, uh-huh. there is like three fingers that pointed to us. So I need self love because uh-huh. what I see is what I am. Otherwise, I wouldn't be able to recognize that in the world. 
right? So when I tell someone, oh, you need, you need self-love, I need self-love. That's what I need. Otherwise, I wouldn't be able to see it. Huh. So there's no possibility that you're full of love and the other person is not and you see it. But well, there is a part of you that does not get self-love and that's why you're able to recognize that in the other. Otherwise, there's something more you could be doing in that way. Yeah. Go deeper. Right. Go to that part of you that does not love himself or herself and nourish it with love. And you could connect with that part of them. That makes sense. Yeah. That's how we heal each other because we, this is how we are all connected because we, I'm having, I'm experiencing exactly what you're experiencing from different eyes, but I know because I'm made You're not seeing a beautiful Israeli girl right now. (laughs) <laughs> but i see the beauty in you okay fine in your eyes okay and the connection that you have to uh-huh. who you are and to everything that is okay i see that okay because i have that okay so i recognize that fair yes Great. so this is how we heal each other right. we know we are experiencing something we grow from it and we're able to uh to give a hand to our brothers and sisters and connect so there's a question there should we in all cases do that are there people you let alone and are like, yo, we got no chance here? Can you... Yeah, like, that? is there any people that, like, you try and you can see their lack of self-esteem and it's always smushed in your face because they don't really like you trying to help them in well, some way. Do you leave them alone or, or do you... What's you the- cannot You cannot make people heal. You cannot make people change. It's uh-huh. not your job to do that. Right. Your job is to be a living example of what that means. Dang. You know, Gandhi says, be the change you want to be in the world. Yeah. He said, be. Right. He didn't say, preach for it, make people do right. it, push people do it. They he don't says, like that. Be. Right. And when you are happy and when you're connected to everything and you're in harmony, you glow and you attract that. And people see it and they're like... <gasps> Wow, what is it? I want that. And right. then they come to you and they ask you, what do you do? How, how, how do you get that? I want it to tell me. Okay, well, I run a podcast. I also rap sometimes. I play basketball. <laughs> but I get what you're saying. Amazing. Yeah, yeah that's how, how I got it. it. I just yeah. throw the ball in the hoop. Exactly. That's how I got it. Right. It pulls in. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's nice when you have that feeling. It really is pulling in. Yes, you don't You don't go and check. I We... I guess that everyone that in the spiritual world learned that lesson when this like door open and you like, oh my God, guys, you have to understand, you have to see that there is a new world. I got it. And you have to learn it yourself. You have to come to this workshop and hear that teacher. And, and people are like, no, uh, you know, I don't want it. I'm comfortable where I am. Like, and who are you to tell me to go through this process right now? And like, for me, my story was that I was so upset about my, of my friends that they didn't want to know what changed my world so profoundly and make me so happy and i was upset until i realized i cannot change anyone i can only change myself and by being in that place and really be like fully in peace with that i attract the right people that are ripe for a change and then i work with those kind of people they have to be ready or right, looking for it. Mm-hmm. If you do Otherwise, the opposite, it's no they're like, please don't. There is no point. They push back against you if it's the wrong time. Yeah. Which is fair. That's the moment they're in. Yeah. This is what I do. I, o- I also work uh, 
with TLT, it's timeline therapy. Mm -hmm. It's a one day therapy when a, a client come to me for a full day between seven to 10 hours and that's it. Dang. And before that I give him a mission and I find out if he came by himself, if someone told him to come, uh, if you like to see how ready he is for this change because otherwise there's no point, just a waste of time and money. Yeah. So when people come to me, I see how serious are you? Do you really want to change your life? And if it's a yes, then we start the work. Mm -hmm. This is something that relates to something we talked about earlier. The different, there's a spiritual connection way to do that. And then there's like a sales, watch me fill out the salesperson way to do it, okay? Yo, you want change in your life? Come on down, okay? I'm going to do it regardless as if you're ready for it. Because I'm, I'm out here with the product. And uh, I'm going to change your life and your life and your life. That salesperson is not going to do well in this space. How do you uh, keep to your spiritual connection to individuals so that you're not uh, selling them, but finding those who are ready? How do you do that? How do you identify those who are ready? I guess looking at the details, like you just said. Yeah. Um, first of all, I'm keep on doing the work, yep. going deeper and deeper into myself. Yep. And then people that are ready for this change, when I put myself out there, yep. And they recognize this change in me that they want. Yes. They come. Yeah. I attract this. Right. And I put myself out there. I'm I'm working with people. You know, come to meet me. If if you're ready, you can see my website. Right. You know, I'm I'm advertising myself, and then people come. That makes sense. We are just one of, one of like seven billion people. There's some people that are ready to connect with us where we are at right now. All the time. Yes. All the time. And you've been in multiple countries also to connect with said You've been in Peru. Mm -hmm. You've been in maybe Brazil. Tell me about something about South America we should know. The people you connected with or what did you take away from that? I guess nothing. She's looking around like nothing. I got nothing from South America. Take that, <laughs> nation, continent. Um, okay, something about South America. Yes. Well, my, f I haven't, I've been only in Brazil and Peru. Okay. Only. Mm -hmm. uh, and my favorite country so far is Peru uh -huh. because of the mountains. Uh, the nature there is so powerful. Mm -hmm. Like my mother nature in like her nakedness. That's how I see it. Um, and when I'm there, I feel very, very, very grounded. And the people are sweet and very loving and warm, caring. Um, and when I'm there, I'm basically, I'm working with indigenous people. So I'm, I'm, I'm representing them here in America and in, in, and in Israel. I am selling their commodity and hand, hand work. Uh, so that this is mainly what I do now that when I'm in Peru, but when I travel there for my own uh, pleasure, mm -hmm. I usually study sh study shamanism mm -hmm. and uh, working with the ayahuasca. Yeah. Shout out to ayahuasca. One of my friends recommended or said that he was going to have one of those a session with that like in a month. Mm -hmm. It's happening. Okay, people are trying all kinds of stuff. The mind, okay? We're exploring the mind more in 2019, more than we ever did uh, decades ago mm -hmm. in different ways. Yeah. What We're evolving. It? Say again? We're evolving. Yes, We're we are. Growing. We're growing. We're pushing. made out of change. Yes? Yes. 
Yes. Yes, we are. <laughs> the famous Sasha Baron Cohen. Change is key. I like change. I don't like stopping the movement towards progression. It's not comfortable. I get uncomfortable if things are not variety in some way or some new thing that I didn't figure out. It makes me like, ah. Uh, so it's kind of like you gave that description. Regular place, tropical forest. I seek the tropical forest. I don't like to be in the non-tropical forest for too long. It's just disturbing on my end. Some people, it starts to get too resistant. If you do this for decades, that thing is too far away. What is, out of nowhere, what's a question you have for me in my deep transcendental state? In your deep transcendental state? Yeah, what's, like, what's a question you have for me on this end? Does any questions come up? I can't just look like a guru out here. <laughs> um, Turned it around just like that. Interesting. Yeah. I would ask you, what are the areas that you don't look at in your life? Oh, well, I will say this. So I was in, interesting one, I was in a relationship for a year, right? Mm -hmm. Afterward, uh, it closed up pretty abruptly. My brain got fried. Afterward, I processed a lot of stuff, logically and scientifically. That's the way I do it. That's kind of how my mind works. And then I looked at a lot of things I didn't look at before. So if you talked to me six months ago, I would have said there's a lot of categories, but I'm not sure what they are. Then I was sure and I figured out a lot of them. What am I not looking at now today? Much less than six months ago. But I will say, that's a tough question because what are you not looking at now? You have to think about mm -hmm. it. I'm connecting with people way better than I was mm -hmm. in the past. Mm -hmm. I'm building up a base of connections, which is a nice what deal. What are the areas that it's hard for you to go to? Right now? Mm -hmm. Well, I will say there's some risk-taking. Even though I do a lot of social risk-taking, more than the average human being, I know mine is far greater than even that. So... Uh, that's more of an external thing. But you're talking about in inward? Mm. She's going deep, okay, people? I can feel the mm -hmm. force of satya right now. It goes internal. I feel it in my lungs. Mm -hmm. Right now, there's a satya in the alveoli and my bronchial <laughs> tubes. My gosh. It's over walking around like, okay, good enough oxygen flow. Good enough oxygen flow. What is something on the inside that I am not handling? Well, there is like a familial issue that I am kind of handling. So in my head, I feel like now I'm tackling some stuff. But my emotional connection has improved but could be improved more sometimes it seems distant because i go more logical and scientific mm -hmm. and the other person's like look join me in this passionate moment and i'm like thinking about some logical thing that doesn't help at that key moment but i do less of that than before yeah. what what do you think i am missing right now from your external viewpoint okay so uh you're using a lot of rationalization i use a lot of uh, yeah yes that's a that's a defense mechanism to go to prevent you to go to the places that are not familiar to you inside and basically the places that you're not mentioning is what you feel and how it made you feel and how it makes you feel today mm -hmm. and oh yes so that's oh, i see what you're saying that's an area that if you go into right a lot of answers will come up that's a good point. Here I was saying all kinds of stuff, which is actually the... I kind of answered it with my non-answer. Mm -hmm. And then you read underneath it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so you will like... You're like um, trying to avoid that, but that's what we do. That's what our subconscious and our defense mechanism do. Right. Because there are places... That, those defense mechanisms, they're natural and they're okay. Yeah. Because there's so much we can handle, right? And we learn that if that because we cannot handle everything that is going on sure. we need to defend ourselves but at one point in our lives this defense mechanism started to hurt us 
because it keeps us in one place and does not allow us to go to yeah, you get the fixed. rest of it. Right. Yes. So when so one of my teachers is Osho. Osho uh, say awareness is the only key. If you're aware that you do that, that you do something and you want to change it, so first of all, bring awareness, see it, and then you can allow yourself to go consciously in it. You understand? Yes. And this is where we can help each other. Right. That's what I do. That's true. You know, it's funny, on the logic and rationalization-based end, I'm super skilled. On the feeling-based end, if you ask me, Armin, what are your feelings? I'd be like, I feel glad that we are on this episode. I feel mm. they're very, uh, they're not really advanced. Mm. Don't make fun of me. No. So I know, I know you're not. I'm just trying to pretend that you're <laughs> making fun of me, okay? So everybody goes on my side that's listening. <laughs> but yeah, I'm not as developed on that end, clearly. But that's a good point. Things like pausing and thinking about it. So natural. Yeah. So natural. This is our society. It's based on the mind. Mm-hmm. It's nice. It's, it's very much a pain avoidant and uh, emotion avoidant. Like, don't don't feel angry. Don't feel sadness. Don't don't feel suppressed. Mm-hmm. Suppress. Suppress. And that's a pity because those emotions are a part. That's the other side of the coin. You know, if you only feel happiness if you only it's a little weird it's it's half yeah if you're only thinking not feeling it's half you mm. don't get the whole picture you don't get the whole pleasure out of life you have such a big broad deep picture why would you settle only in thinking why would you settle only in feeling happy like this is just half and once you get to know yourself in those areas where you were avoiding from, there is a kind of pleasure in feeling those feelings that you were avoiding, like, for example, sadness or anger. When you really allow yourself to go there and just, like, be there, it's like, wow, there's so much power and so much pleasure in it. And it doesn't mean, like, for many people, anger means that you're going to explode. I'm exploding right now. You're a terrible person. Ah. <laughs> so, No. This is not conscious anger. This is an explosive anger. But when you you practice it with yourself and you learn yourself in it, then you do, you don't have to uh, uh, aim it towards someone. You can just stay with it and and feel it and allow it to teach you because that's a teacher inside of you. You came to to tell you something. One of the things that I do, one more thing that I do... Is Other than changing my life? What else is that? <laughs> is uh, OM meditation. Mm-hmm. OM awareness, understanding meditation. It's a social act of meditation that brings... Like, like you come with a group of people and you explore yourself in all variety of emotions. It's like two and a half hours meditation where you consciously go into all emotion and you practice your emotions with other people so the other people are a mirror reflection for you Mm -hmm. to learn about yourself how do you act when you're in anger how do you act when you're sexual how do you act when you're sad how do you act when you're happy all those emotions like consciously go there and explore yourself and and practice it and that's an amazing practice oh i see took me a second i get it Take yourself to that. It's like you're standing in the middle of the room. This is how Osho uh, 
uh, explained it to the person that created it. Mm-hmm. His name is Viresh. He's one of his students. Okay. He told him, imagine you're standing in the middle of the room mm-hmm. and there is it's a round room and every path in the room lead to another emotion. Okay. Okay. And and in the end of this path, you have a window and you go into the window and you explore yourself in totality in this uh, emotion. And in the beginning, he they used to do it for like every day, another emotion. And then he construct like made it smaller, like um, extract it. Yeah. Is that correct to say it? Extracted from yes. it. Yeah. Yeah. Like made it like few hours. And made it like experience of few hours instead of few days. It was like few days, like today anger, today sadness, today this, this. yeah. He summarized it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So this is he. He created the Om meditation, awareness, understanding meditation, where you just go and you practice your emotions with your brothers and sister, which are can be random people. Mm-hmm. And this is how you where you learn also the real value of friendship and how to connect to everyone because everyone are your reflection right everything is your reflection Mm -hmm. so that's a practice that teach you this value Satya you're my reflection right now Mm -hmm. I didn't I now know that you can practice that what you just said (laughs) it's good to extract the key points of something that's how you can make like a workshop or some sort of program that somebody else can take maybe you won't have as full of a thing what is something, if you had a megaphone to all of, well, you said self-love, what would be a sentence you would tell all of humanity, if you could just say it to everybody? A sentence. I like to check that one. Interesting. Yeah. Sorry, my questions are all interesting. <laughs> Don't be sorry. Um, I've stumped her. I got her. She stumped me. Yes. That's the place where I need to be. Place right. Tropical forest. Yes. Um... Just 7 billion people waiting for you. No big deal. Doctors, lawyers, attorneys, engineers, artists. If you would die tomorrow, what would you do today? Oh, great. And go for it. Yeah. That's my motto in life. That's it- what dr- drive me. Like, I know that every day can be the last day of my life so there is no time to waste so what is it that I want today and I go and I get it that's the driving force and it comes back to your human nature inside that some people forgot about it was there when you were zero years old one years old two years old mm-hmm. at some point you don't push as hard on it but it's there and it's very mm-hmm. valuable that's a great point in normal conditions I would add in a, a few separate categories be- because of time limitations for the both of us mm-hmm. I will add in this last part here books I always like to mention them do you have any books you like? categories of books? okay so um, most of the book I read in Hebrew so I'll try to translate them mm-hmm. she is Israeli <laughs> um, uh, the four consentants Con- consentants the, the four consentants I don't know how to say it yeah um no i don't know how to say it in in english okay making love of barry long i like this title of what of barry long yeah okay he he wrote it oh barry long oh it's called making love yes incredible sounds like a great book very short 
straight to the point. Oh, it's great. Yes. Intimacy of Osho. Oh. Um, the way of the superior man. Uh-huh. Very much a lo- about intimacy and relationship and connection oh. between man and a woman. Mm-hmm. Um, what else? I have actually a list of books that I read. All right, let's check a couple of those. It's nice to have that connection between a man and a woman be full form versus some limited thing. We hear all kinds of stories about uh, arguments or they're not like full force. When you see two people full force connection, you're like, oh, man, that's the good stuff. You don't see it that often, which is why it looks so good in comparison to most of what we hear about in society where there's like some legal court issue or somebody was broken up with but doesn't know why. All right, let's hear some of these books. So, Journey of Souls, uh-huh. Letters from the Next World, mm-hmm. Life in the Next World, Death is Important to Life, The Dead and Living Book, The Dead, I don't know if it's The Dead and Living Book of the Tibetan. Oh, Tibetans. Yes, mm-hmm. it's an incredible book about death. There's a theme here. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, five, <laughs> five people that you meet in heaven. <laughs> Dying to be me. <laughs> There's, if the title of the book has, the, but I get it. It's using that to remind you. It's there. Mm-hmm. You're alive right now. Exactly. Use that. Stop exactly. missing it. That's always the reminder. That's always a reminder. This is a wonderful thing, Satya. I want to point out. I've been glad to have you on this wonderful episode 227, as you are 27, with your birthday being on the 27th <laughs> of the Armin Show podcast. Thank you so much for having me. That this was is a wonderful. Pleasure. Same Thank here. Thank you for your questions. Those True that. And we are out. <laughs>